Want to maximize your 401k this year? The first step is figuring out how much to contribute. Today, we'll discuss how much you need to put in to retire. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. We're wrapping up our open enrollment series. The past couple episodes, we've discussed what you need to know about your benefits so that you can make the right choices for you and your family. Health insurance is definitely a huge one. But another significant one is your 401k. Last week, Matt Miner, a certified financial planner, talked a bit about how to walk through, discuss, and review your benefits, including your 401k. So if you haven't already, please listen to that. Now, you can check in with your 401k throughout the year, but for many families, this is a popular time to review their portfolio. Since it's an important part of your finances, today we're going to look at the biggest questions couples and family have with their 401k, specifically, how much should we contribute? In this episode, we're going to discuss how 401ks work and the benefits of having one, whether or not you should contribute when you're in debt, and figuring out how much you need to contribute and how to work towards that number. You ready? Let's get started. Investing in a 401k has some huge financial advantages both now and down the line with retirement. Many of the 401ks offered at work have your contributions go in there pre-tax. So now not only is more money being contributed, but you're also lowering your taxable income now. That's a double win. Another benefit of your 401k is that your company may offer a match for your contributions up to a certain amount. Company matches are basically free money. In the beginning, it may not seem much, but as you're investing, that money is growing along as well, which can give a big boost to your portfolio. Plan details can vary with employers, so check first to see if they offer a match, and if so, how much. And you also want to check and ask to see if you have to wait before you're fully vested. What does that mean? Well, if you leave your company, you can roll over your contributions that you put in. What you want to find out is, do you have to work a certain amount of years before you get that money that your employer is chipping in with you? Knowing details like these can help you figure out how much you want to contribute towards your company's 401k. Should we contribute to our 401k if we're in debt? That's a really good question. One of the reasons that couples have a problem figuring out what's the best move for them is because they get conflicting advice. On one hand, you're hearing about how you want to start investing early, even if it's a small amount. And then on the other side, you're hearing that you want to get rid of your debt. So which is the right move for you? Well, there's a couple things to consider. The first is what kind of debt do you currently have? I think we can agree that there is a difference between a low interest debt like federal student loans compared to high interest debt like credit cards. 
Now, the two of you have to talk this over, but if you would ask me, I would say if you have high interest debts, you want to focus on that first before putting anything in. Why? Because the interest rate of your debts with your credit cards will make it that much harder to actually start building some financial stability and wealth. You want to think of it as being in the middle of a lake on a boat with a large hole on the bottom. You got to fix that problem first. But if you have a lower interest debt, this is where I want you to run the numbers. Personally, I would put in just enough to at least get the company match. And then I would focus on ways to eliminate that other debt. Having that company match can be a big boost to your portfolio. I believe you do have some flexibility with this. Typically, getting the company match isn't going to be a significant amount of money out of your pocket. This can be a scenario where you are tackling two goals, paying down your debt and investing for your future. How much should we invest in our 401k? That's the big question, isn't it? Now, before you can figure out that number, we need to start off with two key questions. How much do you need to retire? And what savings rate do you need to get there? It sounds obvious, but sometimes we skip over these questions. So let's tackle that first one. What is your goal? How much do you need in your accounts to be able to retire? Now, if you go online and use some of the calculators, the traditional ones are going to be based on a percentage of your expenses. But if you've been following on the podcast or on the site for a while, you know that we like to approach things from the idea of financial independence and how that's calculated is by looking at your expenses. How much do you need each year to have a lifestyle that you feel comfortable with during retirement or when you're financially independent? I feel like this is a better approach because with the traditional calculators, it's assuming that if you make significantly more money that you're going to automatically spend or quote, need to have a higher lifestyle during retirement. And that's not necessarily the case. In the show notes, I'll include links to episodes where we devote the entire time on figuring out how much you need to retire. But if you want an easy ballpark number to shoot for, then take your expenses for the year and multiply that by 25. And that would be your nest egg goal or your financial freedom number. Now, the second component is deciding what your savings rate is going to be. If you're looking to retire at a more traditional age and you're going to be trying to focus on saving at least 15, maybe 20 percent of your income towards retirement. If you are looking at becoming financially independent or retiring early, then you're gonna have to save significantly more. I've seen families save 30% of their income and those who are aggressively pursuing financial independence, I've seen them bump it up 50% or even more. And the reason many of them are going that drastic number is that it slashes the time that they need to work to hit their nest egg number or financial freedom number. So for example, if you're saving 15%, that's about uh, 31 years of savings to hit your retirement number. But if you are trying to save 35%, it drops to 21 years. And if you're saving half of your income, it's 17 years. Even if you want to go with a more aggressive savings rate, 
don't be discouraged if you start off with a smaller amount. Right now, the annual contribution limit for your 401k, 403b, and similar employer sponsor plan in 2020 is 19500 And if you can put that in, that's fantastic. But don't be discouraged if you're contributing less right now. With the exception of what we talked about dealing with high interest debt earlier, as a guideline, it's better to start now with something rather than wait down the line for the perfect time to jump in. If you're just getting started and you're looking for a goal to shoot for, then I suggest you put in enough to get a match if your employer offers it. You can then work towards building up your savings rate to a comfortable pace that allows you to enjoy your current life while still saving up for the future. And you don't have to make these dramatic leaps to invest more. You can talk with HR and see if you can automate increasing your contributions each year. It can be something as unnoticeable as an extra 1% a year. And if you get a raise or an extra income boost, then adjust your contributions as well. This can be a painless way to start building up your savings rate. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you want to live better, you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to focus on a few key takeaways I got from preparing this episode. The first one is to define what your goal is for retirement. What kind of retirement are the two of you looking for? Now, we can't plan ahead for decades in the future, but we can get a ballpark idea of what we want to work towards. And when you have that idea, you can work backwards and come up with a number that you need to shoot or save up for. The second is be aware and grow your savings rate. Your savings rate is a key number to know because it affects how fast you're going to reach your goal for retirement or financial independence. Now, we're all on different parts of a financial journey. I know some listening are super savers and are saving a significant amount of money, or you may be starting out right now, and your savings rate isn't quite where you want it to be. That's fine because you can work on it and you can grow it. When we initially started out, we were dealing with debt and we had a very tight budget, so our savings rate was significantly lower. But through the years, we started building better habits automating our savings and it's grown to where some years we're saving up to 50% of our income. So please don't think of this as an all or nothing deal. You can start where you are now and build that up. And then finally, have a check-in with your 401k a few times a year. This will allow you to stay on top of your investments without stressing out by constantly checking it and make sure that it's still aligned to your goals. I know we just started the conversation about this. So if you want to discuss this more, please come chat with us on Facebook in the Thriving Families group. We're a supportive bunch. We help one another out, swap stories, ideas, and tips so that we can reach our financial and family goals. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash FB. We'd love to see you there. I hope today's episode was helpful. 
If you want to stay on top of your money, including your investments accounts, I'll have all the resources we mentioned in the show notes over at Couple Money, including how you can get a free analysis of your 401k. You can uncover unnecessary hidden fees and get a clearer picture of the investments available with your account. So we wrapped up our series about open enrollment, but we're just getting started on investing. This year has been a real test for some families with sticking to their plan. So next week on the podcast, we're going to go over key mistakes to avoid with your investments so that you can hit your family's goals. If you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss out on that episode. We're on iTunes, Radio Public, and Spotify. Our theme song is from Gentle Regime. Additional music by artists from Audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you not only listening, but sharing your favorite episodes with your friends and chatting with me about what you're tackling together. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.